Welcome back to The Grind. I'm your host, Ryan French. This is an emergency episode of The Grind. Um, a lot of things have happened in the last 24 hours. Before I get into it, real quick, I want to thank Golf Tech, a huge supporter of mine, uh, also the former owner of my favorite driver that I stole from them. Um, it's an awesome driver, by the way. Uh, but all through August, 20% off their lessons. Uh, go to golftech.com and check them out. So, um, just to give everybody a quick overview, um, uh, the, today's guest is Chris Nagel, who is Monday qualified multiple times this year, qualified for the U.S. Open, and uh, had 55 non-member points. So it gets a little bit complicated here, but I'm going to try my best to explain the situation. Him, Rick Lamb, Anthony Quayle all had around the same number of non-member points. So if you're a non-member you have to equal uh, the amount of points that the 200th place finisher in the FedEx Cup points uh, standings has. So, for instance, if the uh, if uh, Tiger Woods finished 200th in the uh, FedEx Cup points and he had 100 points, if you're a non-member and you've earned 100 points, then you automatically get into the Corn Ferry Finals. So, um, uh Chris Nagel, uh, Anthony Quayle, and Rick Lamb all had around the same, and uh, they ended up a few points short. But the PGA Tour had taken out all of the live, uh, all the players who left for live except for Bubba Watson because the PGA Tour's rule was they would not be suspended until they hit a shot on the live tour. So these guys missed out by a very few points. So all of these guys would have to go back to Q school with the best case scenario being that they got corn fairy status. So um, I put up a tweet. There was a ton of social media pressure. There was some behind the scenes pressure also to um, get Bubba Watson removed from the FedEx cup points list that doing that would bump everybody up one more spot. Um, They'd already been bumped up 13 spots but they get bumped up one more spot, and that would make all three of these guys qualify for the Corn Ferry Finals. Like life-changing stuff. Um, this isn't like the worlds between Q School and you still have to get through Q School and Corn Ferry Finals, where at worst you're a Corn Ferry member, um, are worlds and worlds apart. So this is a huge decision. So uh, I put out a tweet to Bob Watson that if he resigned his membership – Maybe the PGA Tour would reverse their course and remove him from the FedEx Cup um, list, therefore getting these guys into the Corn Ferry Finals. And um, as I got to the 16th hole, Wednesday is my golf day, uh, and I play at a place that has reception only a few spots. 16th hole happens, or the 15th hole happens to be one. It kind of sits out in the open. And uh, I got up there, and my phone was going crazy. So, Bubba had replied to my tweet that he had resigned his PGA Tour membership. So it's kind of just been a roller coaster ride for everybody involved, uh, these players, their agents, their families, all of those. So uh, they went from in to out and now possibly back in, though there's been no final decision on that yet. So Bubba has resigned. I talked to Chris Nagel about kind of what this last week has looked like. Uh, it's been a wild ride. Um, they, he dodged all the bullets except for 
uh, a non-member won. Tom Kim or Johung Kim won the last event that knocked him out. It was kind of just a wild ride that it's been the last week and a half. So I talked to him about like what it's like. So without further ado, here's Chris Nagel. What a crazy, uh, probably week and a half this has kind of been for you. Emotional roller coaster, I would guess. Yeah, for sure. Um, it's been kind of a, uh, I, I, to be honest, I don't know how to describe it. Try to stay away from all the, you know, the drama and uh, not put myself through that kind of highs and lows of uh, things that are out of my hands. So um, it's been an interesting week, to say the least. So let's kind of start. I mean, there's so much. You've had an unreal Monday Q record, U.S. Open, made the cut there. Um, and I think that's probably a whole nother, a whole nother pod, but, um, for those that don't know, uh, made the cut at the U S open. So that automatically gets Chris in the second, uh, stage of Q school. So that was huge. And then a 14th place, I think it was 14th place finish at, at John Deere kind of just moved up the thought process of, of like going, you're closer. You're like the carrot is right there of, of enough non-member points. And they took the guys out of live even closer, those kind of things. So uh, going into the wind of Monday, I assume, Chris, you knew you were inside the number at that point. Jonas Blix was the uh, 200th player. So I assume you knew where you stood kind of roughly at that point, right? Yeah. Um, I played Rocket Mortgage the week before, um, played all four days there, but didn't have a awesome finish. But um Hopped on a plane, went down to uh, the Wyndham. Um, hadn't seen the golf course, never played there. Played, uh, I guess, my practice round on Google Earth, you know, the morning before my tea time, like many guys do. Um, so, yeah, I, I, you know, I didn't know the golf course that well, but I uh, got on the first tee and, and you know, peeled off a double there. So that kind of... <laughs> Nothing worse than that Monday than an opening double. Just like... Yeah, oh. and it... it and I was playing with uh, Rick Lamb and uh, DJ Trahan, and I kind of hit it down over this bunker, and I think it hit like this rake and kind of went right and got on the cart path and trickled for like 30 seconds out of bounds. And uh, I was like, I got to hit another one. Those guys are like, nah, it should be fine. Like, that's plenty of room over there. And the guy was down there dancing like it was out of bounds. So had to had to reload. Um, so it's kind of deflating, but I uh, – I, you know, I knew my situation. I had to, I had to try my best to get back into it. Yeah. There was nine hole scoring. Uh, and I was obviously keeping an eye on, on it. And, uh, I think you turned it one over and I was literally going to tweet well, like, okay, Chris is going to have a long week of waiting. And then you almost did it. I mean, the back nine was like, I mean, you went, you went deep. Yeah, I actually, uh, the ninth hole, we couldn't, couldn't see the green from the fairway and uh i i made birdie on the hole but my ball was only about like five six inches away so i almost hold it uh so that would have been kind of cool to hold it and you know catch a playoff there um but unfortunately didn't um so yeah i had to play the waiting game last week so uh so i think five or six guys i don't it, the 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 field move but basically there were six guys that could pass you or, or could change the number of the 200 spots. So again, for people listening, if you're a non-member, you quote unquote earn points, but 
that you're not on any list. So basically you have to equal or uh, have more points than the 200th place person. And then you're in the corn Ferry finals. And it doesn't matter how many people there are. So for instance, Rick Lamb and Dan Quayle are in the same exact situation that Chris is currently um, has either, depending on what Bubba does, either a few less points or a more points. So going into that, there's like six guys. I assume I didn't think of it. I, basically no one really thought about it that a non-member could win and bump everybody down the, down the thing. I assume your concentration, Chris, or I guess the first question is, did you, are you watching the leaderboard or you're just like at the end of the week, I'm going to try to figure it out. So my, my thought process was, you know, the result on Sunday is going to be the result on Sunday, whether I watch it or not. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to avoid the, you know, kind of ups and downs of just watching this thing for four days. Um, so I went to my in-laws have a lake house. And so we took the family there and I tried my best to put the <laughs> phone away. I looked on Friday to kind of see who made the cut and, you know, what guy, what guys were doing, what that were, you know, could have, could eventually affect me. Uh, and then on Sunday I saw that, um, you know, a couple of things were kind of going my way and I kind of watched a little bit more and I wasn't watching the coverage. So, I didn't, you know, they were, I guess they talked about Tom Kim winning and becoming a member. And so I wasn't, I guess I was aware of it, but not really. Um, So I was kind of thinking, this is looking good. I'm in. And then I called a buddy of mine and he's like, Hey man, this guy's going to win. And you know, you think it's going to bump you out? And I was like, you know, to be honest, I don't know. I've been watching. I've just been watching my phone. Yeah. And, uh, you know, lo and behold, Tom Kim wins and kind of bumps everybody down. You know, to be honest, I mean, for him to do that, you just got to tip your cap to that. Yeah, I mean, right. That's that's pretty cool. There's nothing I can do about that. The guy clearly earned it. Um, you know, just tip my cap to that. That's yeah, for, for everybody listening, had uh, Hung Kim, uh, everybody calls him Tom Kim, had finished second. None of this is an issue. The only the only way that he knocks everybody down the list. Uh, is win because then it becomes a member. If he finishes second, basically he would have done the same exact thing that Chris had done, but he would have become a member. But anyway, second would have been meaningless to anyone else. Um, and it would have, and you would have got in. So kind of just take me through learning that you were out basically at that point. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of, it's a little disheartening. Um, but I, I actually, I did inquire i was emailed uh the previous week about being close on the points with uh somebody from the tour and i did ask about uh bubba i said you know is bubba gonna be uh removed from the list now that he is publicly announced and live is announced and he's done a you know an interview with live from the points list and they said no he will stay there until he you know competes in an event mm-hmm. and i was like okay you know gotcha that's you know your policy or yeah, you know how you guys are going about things. Um, so I was kind of like, well, it, it, that sucks. I mean, to be honest. Um, so I'll just uh, I'll play the Mondays in the fall and go through the key school and kind of just uh, you know try to do what I've uh, been doing the last two and a half months. So when did you start to hear? Like, I mean, obviously there was social media pressure from a lot of people, not not just myself, but. 
Was there any conversations with the tour or things that we didn't hear maybe on social media, Chris, about whether he would, if he resigned, that would, that would change the scenario at all? Um, so I the only social media I have is Instagram now. So I'm, I'm kind of limited to my sources, which is good and bad, yeah. you know, in a way. Right. Um, so I heard from, you know, buddies of mine, like third party, you know, coming through the grapevine, they're like, how about this Bubba situation? You know, and I, I kind of responded with, Hey man, they, you know, I was told until he plays, there's nothing, nothing that can be done about it. Um, and then on Monday afternoon, I just kept hearing, man, social media is kind of getting wild about this. And uh, a lot of people are going to bat for you. And then uh, kind of quieted down on Tuesday, I guess, you know, still kind of the same thing as Monday, but um, same result, just kind of nothing. And then uh, I got a call from a friend of mine on uh, Tuesday evening. He says, hey, man, does this uh, court ruling, you know, help your case at all? Because they kind of ruled that it's more about the, the money than it is playing. And I said, you know, I don't know. I haven't seen the court case. I was at based on practice with my oldest son, Graham. And uh, so I kind of, it, to be out of the loop in all this is it's kind of nice, but it's also kind of, you know, not nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, There's so sleepless nights because of what you don't know instead of what you do right, know, basically. Right? right. Before I was sleeping great because I didn't know anything. And now yeah, it's yeah. kind of like, I know a little bit, that little bit's not enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I made a few phone calls on Tuesday night and uh, to have contacts at the tour and, you know, kind of, um, you know, just had them do it on my behalf. I, I wasn't going to, I was kind of advised not to say anything about, yeah. um, you know, what's going on. Um, so just, you know, just kind of. But there is conversations, happen. Chris, with the tour about what, what this all means. Gentlemen, I don't want to name names just in case yeah. this all doesn't pan sure, out. And, sure. You know, uh, don't want to make anybody look yeah. uh, bad. Talked with a, a gentleman yesterday morning um that has some uh has worked with a tour and you know very involved in the golf industry or you know in the game so for him to you know call my behalf is i think a big a big plus uh maybe you know social media people calling maybe got the whole thing i don't know there's probably you know maybe a million people that's responsible for this yeah yeah i mean there's a ton of behind the scenes i mean Andy Anthony Quayle is another player who uh, is in the same boat as Chris, and I know his management team was working it pretty hard. And I mean, there's a, I mean, there's a million people that are not on social media, or you know, they're on social media, but they're all working behind the scenes to to kind of figure this out. So basically, Chris, it's a waiting game. I assume uh, I kind of make some travel plans to Boise and hope hope you get to use them. Uh, is yeah. the plan? Yeah. I I did talk to a friend of mine that's playing the FedEx Cup. So he's down in Memphis and said that he's talked to a few people there. And he says, I think you're going to be good. Um, you know, I, I said, until I get that phone call, I'll, <laughs> I'm not going to celebrate. But he said things are looking good. So there's definitely a positive outlook in this. Um, but, yeah, we'll just kind of wait and see. Hopefully you hear something today. Chris, I mean, try to give people who might not understand, you know, what this all means to you. I mean, the second state, I mean, you've been through Q school enough to know that, you know, 
you can have a bad round and that's it. And it's a couple months away and you're playing really well now. So the game ebbs and flows and it might not be your time. And then all of a sudden you're out. Um, and then on the other hand, you're playing really well now. And I mean, you could earn your PJ tour. I mean, this is life changing, career changing decisions that are being made that, as you know, and everyone knows that follows the account, Q school is a gauntlet and it can be over in a minute. You can have a bad round. So kind of, can you give people perspective of, of what these decisions could mean to your career? It would definitely take, uh, you know, the left or right turn. Like if, if, if you go left, you could have a PGA tour card in, you know, a month. If you go right and you have a weird week at second stage of Q school, you have nothing. Like it's just, you know, goes from having a chance to have a card to, to nothing, which is kind of, I don't know, you think that would be closer together. Like you'd have a better playing yeah. opportunities in there, but it, uh, it's not, um, you know, I, I believe my ability is that if I do have to go to second stage, I can get through. But like you said that you have a, you have a weird nine holes or, or one round and guys are so good now that, um, no matter where you play, you can't, you can't get caught off guard. Um, everybody's good now. Yeah. I mean, and again, Chris is, Chris has been at this a long time and, and uh, I mean, these are his family. There's a lot of obviously people that are involved that, you know, are impacted by this, by this decision. Um, I want to, I want to kind of address something people keep saying, Oh, uh, very few, the, the support has been overwhelming. But it's like, oh, he didn't, you know, exactly earn this. And I was like, the tour set the rules, not Chris. The, <laughs> the tour set the rules that they were taking live guys out. If they didn't take live guys out, there'd be 13 people who have their cards who wouldn't have had their cards. There's 13 people at uh, Corn Ferry Finals that uh, that wouldn't be at Corn Ferry Finals. So my push and social media's push and all the people behind the scenes push is like, hey, these are the rules set. There's no argument that Chris and others wouldn't be in this position if it wasn't for players being taken out of the list. But they made the tour made the rules and the players made the decision to leave. And so it just opens up the thing. So I think all of us have been pushing just that the rules are followed. Understanding that the tour said you have to hit a shot, but now Bubba, good on Bubba for doing it. He didn't have to do it. Um, he could have waited. Uh, good on Bubba for resigning. And so um, what's the next 20? Do you, do you know when you think you're going to get a, a decision, Chris? Uh, I don't know for sure, but uh, hopefully it's something today. Um, I got a, a, I'm going to have a phone call in a little bit uh, with a gentleman at uh, competitions. Um, but yeah, hopefully today I'll know something. And then uh, like, yeah, like you said, um, in any other past year, I wouldn't even be close to getting in those playoffs. But since some players chose to leave, it it does definitely open up spots for you know guys like Rick and I think was there four about four of us that yeah uh, yeah Jonas would be us. yeah Jonas would would move back up to two hundredth and obviously ESPN's champion status so not as meaningful still meaningful because he can go get a full card again but I mean you and Rick and, uh, and Anthony, I mean, this is, this is life-changing stuff as you know, way better than I do. So, um, well, Chris, I appreciate it. I'm sure it's been a crazy kind of two or three days. I appreciate it. 
Um, well, last question. Did you hear that? Did, did you know that Bubba was going to resign? Did you guys have any communication with Bubba? Did you hear of anyone that was having communication with Bubba's team or any direct conversations with them that he was going to resign? Uh, no, I, I don't know. I've met Bubba once in passing at, at uh, 20 U.S. Open, just the uh, you know, inter- introduction. Um, that's my only you know, communication I've ever had with him. And so, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know he was going to resign. Um, I found out, uh, you know, through a screenshot of a tweet that was sent to me. So, uh, <laughs> thank you for that. This is smart. Uh, I think staying uh, off social media. <laughs> that's the power of social media. I have to believe. Um, but yeah, I had, I had no idea that, you know, that was even gonna happen yesterday. Yeah. Awesome. Um, well, Chris, we'll see, we'll see where this goes, but, uh, Regardless of what happens, uh, the the Monday Q run that you've had this year is is phenomenal. And uh, uh, if it's back to Q school, I'm sure the way you're playing now it won't be an issue, and you'll be on Corn Ferry. But obviously, want a chance at at uh, a PGA Tour card, and as well as you're playing, definitely have a chance. So, thanks for taking time. I know it's been a crazy few days, and I appreciate the time. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on and thanks for, uh, you know, all the support for us players. It's, it's much appreciated. Happy to do it, man. Thanks again.